I think they're a mix of calm and crazy. They're just fun. They're like a married couple. They're hilarious. SAFM Breakfast. We're back and soda. Start listening. <laughs> Oh, Beck and Soda, welcome to the podcast on the Listener app uh, and exciting times for Adelaide. The cricket's on. I'm going to the cricket on Thursday. Yes. Am I going to be watching um, a test or a one-dayer? What? What sort of question? Oh, what do you mean in the West Indies it, or is town? It? It's, the, it's the test match. Okay. Five Excellent. days. Well, actually, it won't be five days. It'll, it won't get through that long because yeah. uh, test cricket doesn't seem to last yeah. that long at the moment. Unless the tail wags. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing, do you? What do you think I, that means? I un- look, I know, I understand the rules of cricket. Yeah. I know that there's a silly mid-off, mm-hmm. and I know you can bowl a maiden over. No. But no. I, the terrible. thing for me, okay, all right, the thing for me with yep. cricket is if you are chatting to a friend and you look away. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's got nothing to do with cricket. You're just okay. talking about right. socialising when well, you're okay, in the cricket. Okay, so no, okay, different example. If you're going to the toilet. You you could miss ten seconds of play, yes. and you miss a wicket or a catch, and yep. I was like, ah. Oh. And then you could watch for another two hours, and nothing could happen. Well, things would happen, but they might not be exciting as a wicket. It's yeah. like if you went to the footy mm. and you went to the toilet and you missed someone kicking a goal, you've still missed them kicking a goal. Yeah, but there are lots of goals. There you go. I understand. Your I don't point. know. I'm going to try. You have no interest in the cricket, have you? Well, I, I'm going, <laughs> so I have an interest in being out the back drinking pims. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not the cricket, mate. <laughs> yes, it is. That's socialising. That's the cricket. All right, let's get into the podcast. It's uh, Beck and Soda. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. G'day, Beck. How are you going? You all dressed up a little bit. You've been out and uh, about. No, I did that thing. You know when I do that. I um. You went out. And I went out you? last night and slept in my makeup. Right. You look like you've just come straight from a nightclub. <laughs> I wouldn't look say at that. that. You've got the makeup. You got everything. The hair's the done. Lashes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Just special, special effort for you. Nice. You know. I thought you pulled a pulled an all nighter. Well, it's not. It's usually that I look like I've been dragged backwards through a bush most morning. So mm. you're just like, oh, okay, you've made yeah, an effort. Good on you. I thought you're up to something. I'm thinking, what's going on here? Yeah. I'll no. tell you, was up to something last night. Uh, what about our man, uh, Thanasi Kokonakos, South Australia's own? <laughs> You're such a sports oh, presenter. No, I, yeah, that's like, what was that bloke called? George Denikian. Wasn't he the one yeah. that used to hit everyone's? Yeah. And he, George Denikian, you worked with that bloke for a while, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I worked with him for He's the sort of bloke that would create a name out of, not yeah. a name like, oh, hello, Robert No, Gamos. my favourite, and I nearly burst <laughs> to laugh when I was sitting behind him at the desk when he said, AFL chief, Andrew Dimitrio. <laughs> I was like, sorry, See? who? Oh, you mean Dimitrio. <laughs> Creates drama. Um, uh, Athanasios Kokonakos, uh, of course, uh, our man, the South Australian boy, uh, he's not a boy anymore, he's 27 years of age, um, had a great win in the opening round of the Australian Open, mm. uh, which is terrific. So more than four hours, uh, there's a great picture of him, <laughs> good headline too on the back of the advertiser. Cocky wins a cracker. Hey, oh, that's a good that's one. great. Um, he is a ripping young man. Have you come across him much in the in media roles uh, with him? I've never met him. Have I was you? with you when we watched him play in Adelaide when your son was heckling him from the sideline. Oh, that was last year. This, yeah. yeah, Adelaide International. Well, because you know, if anyone who's never been to the tennis, it is such a bizarre feeling because even though you're in a stadium, it is such an intimate weird feeling yeah. at a sporting event because no matter where you're sitting, even if you're at the back, you could cough and the person on the other side of the whole stadium will hear you. Yeah. yeah. And everyone has to be absolutely live required. Quite, please. And remember, I, we were sitting there and, and Thanasi was bouncing the ball before he was about to serve and then my son Felix yells out, 
We love you, big cock. And Thanasi stopped bouncing oh, and wow. looked up and eyeballed where it came from okay. at little Felix. And Felix is giggling, you know, when your shoulders are going up and down. Yes. And um, it, it was brilliant. Apple. But do you know the funny thing is, and I reckon Thanasi Kokonakis would like that sort of thing because he is he is a little boy in a big grown man's body. Yeah. Um, and I tell you one thing, what about this? He has agreed that he will drive one of our cars in our deluxe drop off. Thanasi Kokonakis. Has he? Yes, he has. <laughs> is he just agreeing to it now? He's just finding out about it. I he think. Is dri- he's been driving. When he's in Adelaide, he comes back and drives around in a Zagami oh, supercar, which, of course, kids, you are able mm. to drive, or parents, you can get your kids to be involved with to go to school in our deluxe drop-off. Wow. So stick around after 8 a.m. So when um, Thanasi's back in town, he will drive someone to school in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or perhaps mm. a McLaren. How good's that? So good. The big cock. The hey? big cock. Yeah. Okay. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Uh, now, Beck, you normally uh, write across all the entertainment news and you look after all the gossip and so forth. I have Oh My Goss coming up next. Can you indulge me for just one moment? Um, I just found this out. Did you know that Top Gun 3 is coming our way? No, I did not. Top Gun 3? I loved, loved, loved. Well, Top Gun 1, yeah. the original, is just iconic. Guess the year of Top Gun 1 off the top of your head. Oh, 80, 80, 84? 86. Okay. 86. So I feel the need, the need for speed. You can as be a, my wingman anytime. As a youngster in the 80s, I love that. But you know the newer one, which was set last year, the year before, two years ago? Top Gun 2. Yeah, 1.5 billion that grossed. Yes. Um, I have to admit, I haven't seen it yet. You say what? I oh, know, I didn't see Top Gun 2. Is it good? It's incredible. It's really? edge of your seat. Twists and turns. And um, there's like this touch <clears throat> touch football scene on the beach, which if you thought the volleyball scene was hot. Oh, yes, from the first one. Yeah, watch um, it. I watched about 10 or 15 what minutes that? of the second one. I just went, oh, I'm a bit bored and you I bailed. bored? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really, really good? It's... I love. Look, I mean, it's a it's a turn your brain off kind of. Oh, oh. No, well, do you know what? it's action. It's is action. It... It's not. It's not reinventing the so, world. <laughs> Tom Cruise is sixty-one. He flies planes and all that himself in helicopters. Um, is there another storyline left in this for Top Gun Three? Uh, well, uh, there must be. I don't know what he's well, going to do. Course, he's going to fly to the moon. Worthwhile. If they can recreate, if yep. even, and if they can bring Miles Teller back. He was, he played Goose's son, and he was good. Oh, Goose died in the first one. Yep. Oh, spoiler alert! Is <laughs> that the good bloke who died? That's his buddy. Yes. Mm. You, you've got to watch. Right. So then there's all the drama between Tom Cruise and the fact that, you know, does the son blame Maverick for his dad's oh, death? Right. And Maverick tries to stop Miles Teller, whose character name is, what? what is it, Nuffy over there? Yeah, no, no, the son of Goose. Son of so, Goose. Rooster. 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 Um, tries to stop is, him dying and have, suffering the same... Um, fate is his dad. Is um, Kelly McGillis in the second one? No, there was controversy around that. Right. Because they, um, I think, thought that she had uh, uh, not aged well enough to be <gasps> reprised her role. No. Really? I'm just, yeah. 
Is that right? Yeah. Like okay. a man can play the role at 61, but a woman has to be replaced by a young Wow. Actress. Okay. So, well, he's 61, so you'd think this would be out in the next year or so. Um, Top Gun 3. There you go. There's a little bit of gossip Please for you. Please go and watch Top Gun 2. Do, do Tell I... you what, let's do a movie night at mine. Oh, God. I'll get the popcorn. Bleeves, you're enoughy for Top Gun. Yeah, you can it. come as well. We'll do How pizza. How many times have you seen it? Five times. The second one. The second one, five and times. And why, why did I bail out in 10, 15 minutes? Like, it wasn't getting me early. Yeah, because it was resetting where his head was at it after. It was character okay. development. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then right. the action begins. Oh, there you oh, go. Uh, that's, um, well, that's the goss, according to... No, the, the real goss <laughs> is okay. next. The okay. Emmy edition goss with me, the goss queen. <laughs> okay. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my goss. Look at these trending topics. South Australia, we need to declare a public holiday and it needs to be in honour of Scotch College alumni Sarah Snook. Let's call it Snook Week instead of Book Week <laughs> because right. she has cleaned up for her role as Shiv Roy in succession. She's taken out a Golden Globe, a People's Choice and yesterday winning uh, an Emmy. Have you seen Succession? I've watched a couple of episodes on planes and stuff, but I yep. haven't watched all of the seasons because I think it's a very big investment, but I would love to. It's supposed to be brilliant. Do you even know what platform it's on? No, I don't. No, but I know it's like, it's it's sort of Murdoch family vibes, you know, a very a billionaire family and the and the power oh, right. struggle within it. She's it's the not, daughter. It's not Stan or Netflix, is it? They're the only two I've got. Yeah, I, don't have all the I don't know, but right. you can probably tax deduct a new streaming service, mate. Let's find out. We'll find out just as we're watching. Um, so it's meant to be a really gun show. Oh, it's meant to be one of the best shows of all time. A beautiful emotional acceptance speech from Sarah paying tribute to her beautiful baby girl. I carried her with me in this last season and really it was her who carried me. Um, it's very easy to act when you're pregnant because you've got hormones raging. And um, it, was, it was more that the, uh, the proximity of her life growing inside me gave me the strength to uh, do this and this performance. And uh, I love you so much. We should not underestimate the fact that the greatest television actress in the world right now is yeah. an Adelaide girl. It's just yeah, outstanding. Right. So she actually grew up through her whole life here, yeah, born in South Australia. I don't know if she was born here, but she went to Scotch. Um, uh, you can watch it on Binge, Foxtel, Apple TV Store or Google Play. All right. Thank you. you. Thank you, Bill Collins. No uh, so there we have Sarah thanking her daughter. My favourite speech of the day uh, was Nisi Nash, who won the Best Supporting Actress in Dharma. Did you watch Dharma? Oh, Jeffrey Dharma. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, too gruesome for me. Oh, he was the guy in Milwaukee that ate blokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just loved this speech because she had one person to thank. I want to thank me <laughs> for believing in me and doing what they said I could not do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people, go on, girl, with your bags. <laughs> Good on her. Thanking yourself. I like that she's got a healthy relationship with herself. You've got to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Learning to love yourself is the greatest gift of all. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you. Uh, and uh, perhaps one of the most controversial moments, we know these speeches can go on too long, but they used a new supposedly funny way to wrap things up where the host's uh, mother stood in the audience and she stood up with a sign when the speech went over, but she interrupted Jennifer Coolidge, who is just an absolute queen who won for White Lotus. 
Jennifer Coolidge is Stifler's mum. Yes, Stifler's So mom. whose mum wrapped up Stifler's mum? The host, the host, and I can't remember his name. Sorry. Oh. Um, but have a listen to poor Jennifer Coolidge, who's just won this significant award, trying to finish her speech with the mum in the audience constantly interrupting. Hello, Francesco and Bruno, Baby. thank you. I know, I'm getting wrapped it up. Okay, yes, okay. Baby. And, um, yes, and um, I, I just... I love you, baby, but time. Okay, guess what? Guess what? One more thing. I love you, too. I just want to say one thing. That's the host's mum. Yeah. In the audience, heckling what? Jennifer Coolidge, who's just won an Emmy. Mm, don't ever heckle Stifler's mum. <laughs> Particularly for someone else's mum that's not as significant as Stifler's mum. It was Anthony Anderson. There Thank you, you for the producers <laughs> for what in the gaps of our knowledge. To, it's not bringing mum to work day. <laughs> What are she doing in the audience? <laughs> Beck and Soda. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. Secret. Here's a chance for you to spill the juice and pick up some cash. We will keep this absolutely anonymous as to who you are, Beck. Why are you looking at me with that weird face? <laughs> Just the way you worded that. What, spill the juice? Yeah. Well, if you've got some juice or tea. It's tea. Spill yeah. the tea. Spill yeah. the tea. If you want to do it, we have got the platform for you to do it, and we'll give you the cash, safm.com.au. Righto, we have got Anonymous on the line from Bellevue Heights right now. Hey, Anonymous, now, this situation involves your work, so tell us, what's your story? What's your secret? Yeah, mate, I work in I work with a number of other people, and my story is, is that we share a um, we share a work mobile phone, and a couple of weeks ago, I had to go to the toilet to do a number two. <laughs> And as I stood up, having done my business, I heard a splash in the uh, in the toilet and realised I dropped the work phone in the toilet with my business and the toilet paper. <laughs> That's my embarrassing story. Okay, so obviously we had to retrieve the phone. How'd you go about doing that? Mate, I think I, I think I looked at my palm and, and realised what I had to do, and I reached in and pulled it out, and it was soaking soaking wet. I, t- I tested it made sure it still worked, and, and luckily it did. Otherwise, I would have had to have some explaining to do. Um, and then I wiped it off and disinfected it as best as I could, but I kind of got feel like the stench is still there. still got remnants of my business on it. Now, this phone is a communal phone, no doubt. It is, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately it is. So then the next time you had to hand that over to someone and you saw them press it up against the side of their face, knowing it had been pressed up against your poo... How did you feel? To be honest, I felt a bit, I felt a bit weird, and it's just gross. I, I kind of but look at their noses and, and their mouths to see if they're twitching, see if they can smell or, or sense anything on it. Have you had to use the phone since that one? I, I have. I avoid it as best as I can, but I have had to use it. Yeah. Was it a runny one? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't even remember. But um, all, all I remember it was definitely a, a decent number two. I'm a big guy, so my number two ain't small. <laughs> Mate, this is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Have you told anyone this story at all? Have you shared the secret with anyone at all? Uh, just your office and my wife, um, <laughs> who, who seemed to think that she probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> there was really nothing else that you could have done. What did your wife say? I, I don't know. I think she was in shock. What What do you do? Like, how do you explain it? How do you How do you put down on a, on a document that you needed your phone because yours fell in poo? Well, that's just... <laughs> I don't think that happens in government. <laughs> Mate, I love this story so much. And this is really recent. It's fresh. Yeah. Yeah, the poo was fresh too. It was um, 
It's only like two, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. It, look, it, it is a wonderful story, and I think you've done the right thing because at least you, you did try to disinfect the phone, didn't you? Oh, I did. I washed it as best as I could without making it more wet than what it was, and I used some thorough disinfectant to, to get it uh, hygienic. Well, it sounds like you are the perfect colleague, to be honest. <laughs> Lovely, thank you. Oh my gosh, that is the funniest story, Anonymous. Thank you so much for sharing your dirty, big secret. Not a problem at all, anytime. That is damn right, uh, unhygienic. I feel like you shouldn't take the work phone into a toilet cubicle uh, in the first place because you could still get poo particles. Well, yeah, I know, but it might be in your pocket. Um, have you mm. ever worked in a business or anywhere where you've had to have a communal phone? Um, when I worked at the ABC and mobile phones were just introduced, we had a communal Nokia 3810 or whatever. Yes. Well, I used to work at the Department of Recreation and Sport and we had the communal phones Mm. as well. And now I'm thinking, I wonder if I was pressing myself up against faecal matter regularly because someone had been doing something (laughs) similar. Um, Funny though. Very, very funny. He sounded like a funny guy. Yeah. Didn't need to know the size of his (laughs) excrement. Imagine how good that would be though. Every Mm. day you're sitting in the office and you look out and you go, someone's (laughs) checked the phone out and they're chatting and you just go, I've got you. Particularly if you don't like your colleagues. Uh, Secrets of the Suburbs, if you've got a secret, get it into us, safm.com.au. We'll keep you anonymous and we'll pay you for it as well. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, you know we're finally starting to get some pretty decent summer weather. It's mm. a little late this year. Uh, Beck, we are going to next Thursday. So, what's today? Wednesday. Eight days away before the kids are starting to head back to school and it's a long weekend because Friday's a public holiday next week. Wow, yeah. thanks for reading me your right? diary. <laughs> yeah, Friday, Friday's a public holiday. So, Thursday. Yes. The last yes. working day of the week next week. We are throwing Adelaide's biggest pool party at the Playford Aquadome, and you're all invited. Yay! Right, so Thursday, 25th of Jan, Playford Aquadome. Mm. We're going to do the show from down there. So, kids, get along. This is your last chance to go and have some real, real fun before you get back to school. And all the details are at safm.com.au to book your spot back. Now, are you going to wear your budgies? No. Come on. No, no mate. Get Nobody. the thirsty mums down there to see Soda in his tonks. No person <laughs> on the planet needs to see me in a pair of budgies under any circumstance at all. But it's going to be a really, really cool fun day. And I had a look at the forecast, the Long Ranger, mm-hmm. thanks okay. to Gertie Sperling. Yep. And... Uh, Gertie Taylor, Gertie Spurling. No, she's Gertie Spurling. Yes, I was just trying to work out the married names. Yeah, um, it is going to be it's going to be great weather. Okay, <laughs> okay. so Summer. all Summer very, very good. Great. Okay. Um, Register, safm.com.au to come along to the pool party and we've got some big, big plans. Yeah, okay. So the pool party itself is going to be super fun, free entry for you and the kids. But somebody at that pool party in our Cruel Summer Games is going to win a prize that is so big. We can't legally tell you what it is. We can say you'll need to pack your bags Mm -hmm. and get on a plane and we're sending you to an event. Yeah, a huge event. A money can't buy event interstate, mm. right? So this is our cruel summer games. While you are there at the Aquadome for our pool party, we are going to put on these games and you will be vying for the chance for this prize. This is not a – we're not telling you because we're trying to be mysterious. Mm. We're not telling you because we are actually not allowed to legally. This yeah. event. Okay. But mm. I'm telling you right now, you are going to love this. 
Mm-hmm. The prize. I would yep. drown someone for this prize. Oh, well, hey, whoa. <laughs> so we're going to be putting on. I it, wouldn't. It's, it's almost like a survivor style competition. It's like Squid Love Games. It. Love it. It, it is <laughs> like Without Squid Games. Death. Without the drowning and the death. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just, this is how passionate I am about this prize. Yes, it, it is it's our awesome. cruel summer games. So go to our website right now mm-hmm. and you'll see the ability to get on board, <laughs> register to come to the pool party, and register to be a part of our cruel summer games. This is going to be absolutely huge, okay. guaranteed. All right, get it mustard. Yeah, uh, au. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Happy to out myself. I do have a problem. I'm now starting to stick my nose into other people's business. Oh, Mrs Mangle. Uninvited too. Um, do you know what I was doing the other day? And I caught myself after I'd actually done it. And I've gone, I'm not quite sure if I'm losing my mind and I need to start just staying in my own lane. Okay. But I was driving along in the car and this car in front of me was sort of just, you could tell they were clearly distracted driving mm. because they were weaving a little bit and whatever. And then I was a little uncomfortable sitting behind them because I thought I felt like an accident was about to happen, oh, right? Wow, okay. So I've changed lanes and I've thought it sped up a little bit to see what's going on with this car because I'm thinking, is someone a little drunk? Are they having a blue in the car? They were clearly distracted and swerving. Or are they just driving like Morse? Potentially. <laughs> I look over and there is a woman on her phone and she is looking down the whole time. Right, so, so it's not up to her ear. No, she's clearly looking down, texting, yeah. watching, tweeting, swiping, Xing, I don't know, whatever she's doing. But anyway, she wasn't even holding the phone up so that her eye line could see a bit of the road and she could okay. drive, which would be wrong anyway. She's got it down somewhere low below where I could just see the tip of the phone, right? Okay. And I'm sitting there thinking... Oh, God, it's these stupid people. And then I actually started to think, you know what? This woman's going to cause an accident. This could be someone on the road who's about to cop it. So I was driving alongside her for a little while and just keeping that little, you know, when you're sort of edging up and then going up, edging up to stay with it. In and out of the blind her. spot. And then in the end, I realized it was going on for so long. This is probably 30 seconds, right? This wasn't a five-second little peak. So you know what I started doing? I got on the horn and I started beeping the horn, Right. And she started looking around, and I'm looking at her, shaking my head with an angry face, and I'm putting, you know when you put the little finger and the thumb, and the finger thumb phone up to your yeah. ear? And I'm looking at her, shaking my head, <laughs> holding that up, going, no, no. And she sort of looked at me, and she got a shock, I've got to say. And you saw her put the phone down. And then I think she took offence, like as in, how dare you do that? But I thought for a moment, you know what, seriously... I'm actually there not just protecting myself and her hitting the associate. Uh, I'm worried she is going to yeah. go and hit mm. somebody else. Imagine if a little kid's crossing the road yeah. or on the bike. But you know what that's from? What? That's from your years serving the community in emergency services that's a fair as a point. firefighter. It's just an instinct that you have to protect, to protect people. or serve and protect. You never t- lose that. Because I saw the other day, <laughs> aren't they about to introduce in the next few months cameras that can catch yeah. you on your mobile phone? Because I think they have them interstate. I don't know where they yeah. mount them. They mount them on traffic. I don't know where yeah, they go. Yeah, it's the overhead passes on some yeah, of the uh, major arterials. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, I don't know. Sergeant Soda, I would say stay out of it. There's shades of Karen in that kind of behaviour. There's a lot of Karen. There's a lot of Karen in yep. interfering in other people's business. Or a Kevin. I've become a Kevin. <laughs> but I, for a moment I just thought, oh, really, why did I go and do that? But then I'd actually, then I thought, you know what? No, I don't feel bad because if I've stopped that peanut from playing on her phone in the future and she might think twice, yeah. it actually may stop an accident. The only time I'll give a little toot is if you if you get a green arrow and the person in front's <sighs> clearly looking down. I might just get a little meep, meep. 
Mm. Like, oh, come yeah. on, off you go. you know but, that. But yeah. I wouldn't pull up next to them, like a road raging. No, it wasn't road rage. Just, I made sure that it was, it wasn't. The face you demonstrated was ragey. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was actually, it was, it was anger. It was, it was anger. It was anger and I was absolutely ropeable with the fact that she was sitting there doing that because there's enough education now. It's yeah. not 20 years ago when people are on phones. Am I yeah. in the right? Big mm. fines and big demerit points too. Allegedly, so I hear. <laughs> but I think you can start a little bit of vigilante work like that if you are doing it for the Bit right of a reasons. Citizens arrest. Yeah. All yeah. right. It's 30. like if someone robs your house, right? Yeah. And you take to them. Well, and I don't know if the analogy no, fits there. Yeah, yeah, if someone doesn't come that. in your house to rob it, that's got right? nothing to no. do. No, and you yeah. give them a little clip no, because no. you say, not that I'm saying violence is terrible, but if you're doing it to protect your family, that's then they bit... turn around and say, well, that person hit me. Mm. Well, mate, don't be in my house trying that's to pinch got my stuff. Yeah. to do with Let's being on Leave the kids' the Xbox car. alone. Let's move away from that one mate, and just go back and keep it simple. If you see someone doing what they were doing on their phone, do you call them out? Am I in the right? Am I in the right to call out this person? Should I just stay in my own lane, literally? Um, <laughs> Megan from Enfield, am I allowed to do this? I 100% agree with you, Soto. Good. I am all for having people to get off their phones. Um, I had one where I was trying to turn into a side street. Mm. This woman was on her phone, looking down, wasn't looking where she was going, and almost went straight into the side of my car. Yep. I wound my window down, and I yelled at her. <laughs> I said, get off your phone and watch where you're going. Good. Mm. Good. I mean, seriously, she almost went straight into the side of me. Yep. Did you feel like a Karen, Megan? No, I didn't feel like a Karen. I just, I just was so angry that I had almost been hit. Yep. That, you know, I had to say something. I couldn't just leave it and let her little sorry wave be the end of it. Yep. (laughs) No, I'm with you, Megan. I, I don't think what Megan has just described there is road rage. And I don't think what I did yesterday is road rage. I think it's being a responsible citizen, Rebecca. Mm. Well, I, for me, a sorry wave absolves you of anything. If you cut me off and you give me a little wave, I could be like, you. Oh, they waved. It's okay. Mm. All right. All right, Kirsty in Oakton. Uh, is Soda in the right here? Soda, you are definitely 100% in the right. Um, I actually have seen somebody who is on their phone mm. who's who turned directly into a car that was going straight. There you go. That's exactly what we were talking about before, wasn't it? With yeah. uh, one of the callers said that she almost got hit by that. And, Kirsty, this is the issue because people don't hold the – I mean, you shouldn't be on there at all, but, but they're not even holding their phone up to keep their eye line up because they know that they shouldn't have their phone, so they're trying to hide their yeah. phone where your head goes directly down. That's right. I mean, they're basically just, they weren't even looking. It was a side street, you know, back streets or whatever. They just assumed no one was coming the other way. Yep. Mm. Good point, Kirsty. There you go. All right. We've got another on the Automasters text line. Zach from Semaphore. I beep when I see women doing their makeup while driving. Zach. Yes. Do you know how busy we are? No, don't. We are so busy that sometimes you have to. No. At the lights. No, you don't. Apply a little gloss. No, look. Uh, no, it's called inattentive driving. Correct. Oh, all right. There's and there's a fine coming your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I know, because I've been fined for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Samantha from Salisbury East. Um, Sam, do you get on the horn if you see this sort of behaviour? Uh, I absolutely agree with you, Soda. I've sat at the traffic lights once before with somebody in front of me while the lights have gone green and they haven't moved. So I've put my car into park and tapped lightly on their window and told them to get off their phone. Ooh. They looked at me stunned and threw their phone and took off. 
Well, Sam, you've got one up level than I. I'm just in the car gesturing. You've actually got out cop style. Yeah, I have. Good. You would have scared the bejesus <laughs> out of them. So they should be scared the bejesus out of them because if they're attentive, they'd see someone come mm. up to their window, but they had their head in their phone. Mm. Good on you, Sam. I like exactly what go. you're doing. Thank that you. woman was on their phone for a long time. Yep. Oh, or man. She didn't say that. It seems yep. to be all the women on their phones, though, I must say. <laughs> or, or applying their um, Sephora eyeliner. <laughs> in, inserts random name to make or, it sound easier. Or their mecha makeup. Okay. Or their all kinds facial blush. <laughs> Someone's got a young daughter. Okay, Jenna in Ingle Farm. Uh, was Soda in the right? I believe he's in the right, but I do have a question for you, Beck. Oh, here we go. Okay. I like this. Right. Go, Jenna. Go for I, it. You walk your dog um, in Henley Beach, if I'm correct. Um, imagine if that person was looking at their phone and they went up onto the curb where you were walking and nearly got you wow. while you were walking. Well, my dog would eat them first. <laughs> <laughs> no, your dog would wee on them <laughs> and mark its territory. Um, right, okay, yeah. so... Yeah, would I would I absolve them with a sorry would, wave? Would yes. a wave, yes. Just mm. to, you know, it's different when you're in a car, you're a bit protected by the outside of the car, but yep. if, if you're walking and you're by, your, you know, yes. you, you, you versus a car is not going to have the same effect. Yeah. No, that's a good point, Jen. Okay. And look, I do like the wave, and if people do stuff up and they put the wave up, I tend to absolve them of their sins, yeah. like you said. <laughs> but not when it's something that is potentially... Look, I mean, seriously, it could be... You could run someone over if you've got your head in your phone. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. So, right. Beck, a wave is not always the gesture that will get Gosh. you out. Okay. I yeah. think I have been defeated today. <laughs> right. I lose. You can't rob someone's house. Oh, no, and then, no, 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 no. You can't rob someone's house no. and then you go, mate, what are you doing here? Yeah, no, and no. they put up the little hand and the wave. <laughs> the wave does not absolve you of your no. sins. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, I've got uh, an 11-year-old boy. His name is Felix. Uh, mischievous, cheeky, zesty is the way I like to describe him. He's got a lot of spunk, that kid. Yes, um, and he has a new phenomenon now. Um, I bought him a little Christmas present. Um, it goes a little like this. It is a, That's it. It is a pair of his own clippers. Oh, thank goodness. Because what I've discovered, as an 11-year-old boy, he and his mates now are cutting each other's hair <laughs> and doing your barber shop. Because you know, obviously, our barbers are doing these little fades and they're doing these little Vs yeah, at the back. And Think Nick Dacos, the Collingwood Premiership play. You know, yep. the kids got that little V at the back yeah. and that sort of thing. Yes, because um, barbers are very trendy themselves now. It, absolutely. Um, and because, you know, obviously, you've got three daughters. Yeah. Right? So they're not cutting their own hair, I wouldn't have thought. No, not really. One of them accidentally cut their fringe once, but they're not shaving. Right. These boys, and it seems to be around about the sort of 10 to 14. I just want to know if this is happening with some other people okay. because they are all at it. So I've got Felix cutting a friend's hair. He's cutting his mate's hair. Uh, another one, uh, one of his mates, Braxton, his older brother, Lockie, is a gun. Okay. He is awesome. He's now doing the fade. So instead of just shaving, you know, the sort of mullet type looking or perhaps the mohawk, he's actually doing these really, really nice fades and he's doing a great job. And he did a nice little job with Felix yesterday. Now they've got this other little trimmer and now they're cutting lines into their hair. Hang heads. on. Is this going to be okay when school goes back? Oh, it'll be fine. 
Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I can talk his way out of any sort of trouble he gets. I used to be a school teacher. Um, but one thing has happened in the past few days is Otis is the little brother of Felix. The one named after the elevator. He is. He's seven years of age and he's a funny little bugger. Anyway, Felix decided to give Otis a bit of a haircut. So we're all there going, let's go for it. Let's see what you can do with Oat the goat because he needs a haircut. You're a fun dad. Right. I would be like, put that thing No, away. this is how you learn. This is how you develop. I've got a little picture here. I've got to show you of Otis's new haircut okay. that Felix has done, and then it's been tidied up a little bit too by uh, Lockie, who okay. is the more experienced right, of me. the young barbers. That's it. Jesus! Oh, oh wow. my God! I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to offend the poor little blighter, but that is a shocking. What do you mean? Shocking? No, that's that's the you look. Can't. Yeah, that's that's all pretty good. Shaved up. It's almost. It looks that's, like a little thug. That's what thirty-five mean? bucks worth right there, <laughs> mate. Yeah, that is a terrific haircut. Is that what the kids are rocking? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's shaved like. All the way mm. up around his ear, but a good like five or ten centimetres back from his ear. And then he's got pretty much like a mohawk, but it's a long mohawk. Yeah, it's a mohawk. It's terrible. Yeah, well, you, you know Dustin Martin, mm. right, yeah. from the Richmond Footy Club. It looks very Dusty Martin and it's shaved nicely. Um, look, Felix is a little well, young. He's only in apprenticeship stage because he's <laughs> only had the clippers in his hand the last couple of weeks. But um, what he's done here is we've had to get it just faded a little bit. so That's that it not looks, a fade. Well, it is. How good does his hair look? What a great job. Uh, if one of my girls brought him home as a boyfriend, yeah. I would be mortified. What do you Sorry, mean? Otis. It's just a... It's just a rough-looking cut. What do you mean rough? <laughs> I think it looks awesome. Um, producer Lee is here with us. Um, Lee, how would you describe Otis's hair? Because you've seen it in real life. I would uh, describe that as magnificent. Thank I think you. It's extraordinary. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Lee was around the other night, right, Beck? And oh, I'll tell you what... He's popped down to your house. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what was interesting, because Lee's got a very nice do. Oh, I mean, you've Lee... Got thick, yeah. luscious locks, yes. and you're very proud of them. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of styling done with your hair, Lee. You're very proud of it. Very protective. Active. A lot of right. prods in there. Well, anyway, Lee's walked in and I said to Felix, hey, come over and meet Lee. I work with him. He's a bloody genius and whatever. And then Felix goes, g'day, Lee. Would you like me to cut your hair, didn't he? I've never seen a kid whip out clippers as fast as that <laughs> in my life. And I thought, I better be polite. I'm at their house. Uh, Felix was really enthusiastic, so I'll go along with it. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Until the clippers started coming over to me and I had to fess up and say, no, no, that's not happening. I'm not keen to get a mullet. He actually looks at Lee and goes, Lee, I could do something really nice with that. I could just cut a little bit at the back here. We could fade that up to the top, stick a nice little V at the back. He was actually legit. He was ready to go at your head. 100%. Yeah. He'd probably do a better job than my barber, so maybe we should do it. I reckon we should actually get him to start performing haircuts for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> he could become our resident barber yeah, nice one. here at uh, SAFM. But yeah. this is definitely a thing with the kids now. Mm. So if you've got boys, watch out. Because <laughs> also, too, when school starts back in the next couple of weeks, mm. um, Felix is going to start a little uh, barber shop in the school toilets. Oh, no, 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 fantastic. So little little entrepreneur. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda, 6 to 9 weekdays. SAFM.